Hey warriors, Jordan Bullock here. Today we are going to be going over chapter seven, installment two of the treatment planning phase of your expectation hangover. And today we're gonna to be talking about the mental aspect of the treatment plan. And when I say mental, I am talking about your thoughts. Are your thoughts positive, uplifting, or calming? Are you in control of your thoughts? Are they kind? empowering and supportive when you're deep in an expectation hangover probably not and a side note here negativity is natural positivity is on purpose because ne and negativity is natural because thousands of years ago uh, people were focusing on danger and negativity and that is a good thing because that is what kept the human race alive and though we have evolved as a society and our physical dangers are less and less, our old reptilian brain is still geared to detect danger and negativity and seek it out. But what we need to talk about is how strongly our thoughts impact behavior and how we engage with the world and where they come from originally. As we know, expectation hangovers come from having expectations and expectations are created in our mind christine talks about how we all have a story a story about ourselves and others and how life works and this story begins and is developed at a very young age based on what we see hear and experience as kids and our immature child brain forms judgments about these things that we see, hear, or experience. And over time, these judgments and thoughts about those things become a belief system about ourself or others or life. And from that point, that becomes a lens at which we are observing the world through this lens through the story that we have made up to help us make sense of the world. Um, if that's not making sense, please reach out. And unfortunately, a lot of times that can become a limiting belief system, which sounds often like I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. People will always hurt you. Life is just hard. Good. So go get used to it. I can't trust anyone. I don't need anyone anyway. I'm not worthy of love. I'm a failure, etc. These are limiting beliefs that I've just, um, examples of limiting beliefs. Okay, so how do, we, how do we change course here? How do we get back in control of the nature of our thoughts? Hopefully by this point you have become aware of some unhealthy thinking patterns or limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. And a tool that I want to share with you that uh, Christine describes is called the woeing technique. And that is when a thought comes up that is negative. For example, the event is something does not go your way in a meeting and you have the reactionary negative thought, they hated my idea, they hate me. And this is where you would say, whoa. 
this is where I want you to start calling out those negative thoughts and asking questions and getting curious about where that thought came from. And more importantly, is it true? What evidence is there for this thought? And what evidence is there against this thought? Because if you have the thought, they hated my idea, they hate me, the behavior that follows that is, I mean, do you think that's going to be self-serving behavior? They hated me. Um, Why don't I just go back to my office and brainstorm some more ideas? No. It's going to be a negative shame storm of negative behavior. That's going to lead to negative behavior. Um... You know, and that's looks like suppressing future ideas and potentially isolating yourself from away from people who you think hate you or starting to like lower your self-esteem. Um, so so how do you so how do we break down that thought? Well, to start, we start by woeing. Whoa, whoa, hate is a strong word, brain. Uh, I can't read their minds. I don't know if they hate my idea. That's quite a leap to assume that they hate me based on one meeting that didn't go as I expected. You see where I'm going with this? This is all about changing the story from something predominantly negative and self-defeating to a potentially to a potential alternative storyline. You know, listen, this I'm not saying it's going to be easy. This is actually really hard to change these thought patterns. And it takes a lot of intention. But the thing is that everything is hard. It's hard to stay where you're at in this negative shame storm living with that negativity every day and it's hard to change 20 year old thinking patterns sometimes 30 or 40 year old thinking patterns to something positive but the beauty is that you get to choose your heart you get to rewrite your story if you want to here's a metaphor that might help put a picture to what i'm trying to describe that's going on in your brain rewiring um those negative thoughts um so say your negative thinking pattern is a path in the woods and it's an old beaten path because you've taken that path every day for the last 20 years but say maybe you don't want to take that path anymore you want to create a new path and so you walk through the brush and there's sticks and trees and thorns and grass and rodents and all kinds of things in your way And you're getting scraped up and beat up going straight through the woods. But you're committed to forging this new path that represents more positive thinking. The first trip through that path is going to be rough. And you may even think, I'm just going to go get on the other path because it's easier. You know, there's less pushback. But, But that's not what you want. You want to be on the positive track, so you stick to it. And the next day, you get back on the positive path. And it's not as hard as it was yesterday because you've started clearing the way. 
There's not as many sticks in your way, not as many thorn bushes. You've whacked those out of the way. And you keep walking that path every day. And it's going to get clear and more and more clear. And it's going to get easier and easier to get through the path. Meanwhile, the old negative thinking pattern is being overgrown by greenery and thorns and limbs and leaves. Some days are going to be harder than others, and you're going to want to jump back on that old path. It's easier. It's already been cleared. You know, and it's a straight shot from here to the back. But if you stay on the positive path, you're going to continue to clear it, and it's going to get easier to stay on it. I'm going to be sharing a guided visualization recorded by Christine that I would encourage you to listen to to further your work in the recovery of your expectation hangover. These are the only two tools from this chapter that I'm going to be sharing in this podcast today. If you have questions about either one of them or are looking for more resources, please reach out so we can have a one-to-one conversation about that. I am happy to help in any way I can. Thank you so much for listening. I will be posting chapter 8 tomorrow. Peace out, warriors.